This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. I can see clearly when you're gone. Oh, oh, It's on a Saturday morning, David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves with you talking all the week's sport, all the weekend sport are coming. Looking no further than this afternoon at Flemington is where all the action will be. And a man who's been to the last 17 springs in Melbourne in a row, Richie Robinson joins us this morning. Good morning, Richie. Hello, Flash. Jeezy. Great to have you with us, mate. What's the um, feeling now before you answer that question? I've spoken to several members uh, this week of the syndicate and yeah. almost word for word the reason why it will be winning today has come out in exactly the same format from five of them and I would imagine that conversation starts with you Richie tell the world why the inevitable has a big chance to win today well uh, he's a month between runs he races best when he's fresh he's got Damien Oliver on board David and obviously Ollie's the goat um been a nothing down week for the punters, so why not champions lives can be the same. So we'll sit behind the three big guns and get last crack at them and hopefully get over the top. And that's the sixth person in the row who said the same identical narrative, <laughs> which is the important thing here. But maybe it's right, Richie, in the fact that Mr Brightside is in its sixth or seventh run in its prep and Alligator Blood is in its sixth run in its prep and even Pride of Jenny's in its fifth run in its prep. The champ's fresh. Fourth run in. Gee, I'd like to see what its record is fourth up. I reckon it's pretty good. Yeah, I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Like, those other horses have been up. Like, Rideside's been up since August, so... Um, had a pretty tough run in the cost plate as well, so... Oh, yeah. These the Champions Day tends to throw up a few upsets, so... Um, the market's probably overlooking it a little bit, like... They've only beaten four in the tour act and we come from probably 15 off them at the 600, so... Horse is going really well, and um, yeah, you can't be confident going to these big races, but they're a little bit bullish. Give him dream, Richie. You can dream, yeah. and and certainly Bear having Damien Oliver uh, ride the little champ is is something special in itself. What what does what does that mean to you and and your group and and, and obviously the trainer to have one of the the, the greatest jockeys of all time uh, riding the little champion? It's a question, Jeezy, because I was I've been coming. It's been carnival for nearly 20 years, and I'm here today with a couple of, or about a dozen of us that have been coming to Stakes Base in 2008. So we had a, a nice lunch yesterday, and we're just discussing how it'll be a fairy tale. Like, we're here on the day, I'm here with Grant Costello, who you boys would know pretty well, I would have thought. Um, he's in the inevitable as well. So, you know, spending the day, I'm actually. I'm not one for photos, but I'm definitely going to take a photo of the goat. <laughs> I was going to say you'll you'll definitely be getting a photo with Damien Oliver. I would have thought, and um, and look that you know, which which is really special in itself. I mean, he's he's one of the the the, the all time greats, and and I believe this is his last go round uh, as as well. So maybe there's a bit of fate in this. It's a fairy tale finish for everybody. Yeah, and he is the goat, mate. Like he's been. Like, Great job for 35 years, and for him to be on our little fella on Champions Mile Day, I mean, he's lucky enough he's got six rides today, but this is the last spring final, so um, it'll be a good trivia question in 10 years' time. Who uh, was David Oliver's last Group 1 winner, and it's great the answer would be inevitable. 
Well, or let's hope it's not Juas in uh, in race eight, the champion stakes <laughs> after that, where good he's got a reasonably reason. live chance as well. But let's not get uh, that get in the way of a good story. Of course, it's a great day today, um, the champion sprint. It's a $3 million event across the card. The champ had almost doubled its money in its career money today. Not that that's uh, why you go in. We were only talking before, Richie, about how you don't go into horse, <laughs> horse ownership to be a millionaire, that's for sure. Yeah. However... There's a big, there is a big, um, there's a big noteworthy paycheck at the end of today. Yeah, I mean, as it said, Flash, we don't go in it to, to make money, but you've got to be realistic too. That the prize money is huge, as you said. If we win today, we'll double our career prize money. So um, it's pretty exciting if that happens six weeks down the track, mate. You get a little transaction from Racing Victoria that makes the bank account look quite healthy. But um, it's just also they make the experience. What we've been on with this fellow, like. All-Star Mile, Guineas, Golden Eagle, like when you buy a horse, you know, sharing a horse five, six years ago, you don't expect to be on the ride that we've been on. And I'm a realist, we'll never be on this sort of ride again, so I'm really going to enjoy today. Let, let me ask a dumb question, Bear. Um, with, so say, say, for instance, you, you do win today, which would be an extraordinary result. Great for Damien Oliver, great for the horse. How, do, how does that money get split up to, like, to... Do you buy more horses? Um, does it go straight to ownership? Like, what's the what what would be the most likely scenario for that money? Give a little to charity over the bar. Fifteen percent will go to the ten percent goes to trainer, five percent goes to the jockey. Um, yep. A couple percent goes to the jockey's fund. So left within the ownership. Everyone's got various percentages: two and a half, five, or ten. Um, if uh, my little share, mate, if you happen to win, I'll be paying it off. My uh, our mortgage has got now that it's going to be expensive. So. <laughs> the other half knows exactly how much we'll be getting back, Brett. And uh, you need a side account, mate. That's the, that's, that's the key. That that unknown bank card, uh, Richie. Just just how do we, how do you map it out? I mean, how I know you said that Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blutter over the hill, and they they'll flop at the two hundred. Um, yeah, where where's where's is part of Jenny just going to go lickety split? Um, I think if she jumps, like I was listening to a form analyst yesterday, she can every now and then miss the kick a little bit. So if she missed the kick slightly, you think blood attack up. But the ideal scenario, I think, is Jenny runs the long alligator, probably gets in the slipstream, bright side behind that. Hopefully, Jay McIntyre put Fangirl in the race because I mean he's not going to be able to beat them come tailed off. Hopefully that puts a bit more pressure in the race at 600 and then... You just want to get in the back end of Fangirl. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but David, we've got Jamie Oliver on. I'm sure he'll summarise the race. He'll work it out. I'm sure you're all still... Those members of your um, terrific partnership there will still scrutinise it all. Uh, rightly or wrongly, that's what always happens. Let, let me let me ask Bear about uh, about Damien Oliver. I mean, again, it's it's known in this conversation that I'm the I'm the extreme novice. But what what makes Damien Oliver a great jockey? Is it his staying power, his ability to connect uh, with the horse, his ability to read the race and find gaps, or what 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 is it about Damien that that, that has made him one of the all time greats? Well, well, obviously, long jeopardy contributes to that. Like thirty five mm. years top level. I mean, he was winning the Melbourne Cup winner, I think, in 1992. Is that about right, Flash? His first Melbourne Cup winner? Mm. Or 90? Yep. It was very early. Um, Caulfield so, Cup obviously, even professionalism. Then. Pardon me? Caulfield Cup even before then. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
he's obviously been a star since he was an apprentice and long jeopardy. Um, and I suppose people don't understand the sacrifices that these jockeys make um, throughout their career. Um, his professionalism is um, he's obviously very well driven, and, and I think the biggest thing with Ollie is such a competitor. He doesn't like to lose, so um, we only had to see him on Derby Day. He rode a couple of minutes in the fifth car past the line. Like he's, he's generally in the zone at the moment, and we're lucky enough to have him on this afternoon. And he's ridden some of the greatest of all time, Doremus Media Puzzle, Furant, and go through them. They're just the greats, and what I should have looked at 100 and. Yeah, 150 or 60 group ones, 51 years of age, and he sort of retires with, you know, is he absolutely 2007 Ollie at the moment? Probably not quite, but he's not far off it. I'm sure yeah. he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll give the little, the little champ the best opportunity, and maybe that's it, just swinging, smoking the pipe, not too far back from them, although they will go pretty quick. He might be a long way off the lead, to be frank, but. They might just close up at that 200, which you can dare to dream. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Have you got another winner for us? Well, they're actually racing at Hobart today. I don't know if you're aware of that. They are. I've got a couple in one of the races later on. I reckon Galenis um, might bounce on the bunny. His trial is really good. He's race five. I'm, he might be number five or six. David Perez is on board, so... Um, I reckon he might find the top and run him along. And last year, this is the race we never won last year because of the handicap. So, um, yeah, Glenn's gets him well at the weight, so I reckon he might be uh, giving us a good sight today. So race five at Hobart, Galenis. Flies first up too. Four wins, three plays since yeah. your mate starts Galenis. I think once upon, yeah. one a time, once upon a time, you thought it might just end up a little bit better again, all the biddly under the sun, didn't it, Galenis? But... Um, yeah. It's been a terrific course. Richie, I've just noted that down. Good luck today, young man. Thank I hope you. you and all the team over there have a great day and all of Tasmania will be cheering on the little champ, flashing down the outside. Let's hope for the best. Good, on, good luck, Richie. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the support. Thanks, mate.